to Trauma Teachers. This is Aaron. This is Patrick. As always. Uh, and we're here, man. Yeah, we're still here. Still here. Nothing can take us out. No. We're about to podcast warriors for true. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like the podcast numbers are going down, so people have to listen to something. I mean, yeah. Now they're picking other options. I don't appreciate that. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, you got to swing back. But uh, mistakes for yeah we're yeah so the numbers but people are still listening to the first one so I don't know if that's good or bad because they just stop the, the first, first one's one. got like two fifty <laughs> and our last episode has eleven so, so, so they're like, like they're like this one was great they're like I'm stuck in the house I'll try this out oh god never mind <laughs> I wonder how far the average uh, time is to make it through actually I don't want to know no a hard pass uh, maybe I should put like a little message on the beginning of that one like jump forward right. it's gotten better it's this is way better. Yeah. If you're listening to this one, skip to yeah. All right. Maybe I will do that. Episode eight. Like, we got time, um, but yeah, we're still here. So uh, mistakes from last week. I could not remember the name of that book that we read. Yeah, Eyes of the Dragon by Stephen King. There it, it is. It was a one book he wrote for his kids, <laughs> um, and it's actually a really good book, and it's appropriate. So oh, yeah. yeah, they loved it. Like if you have a group of, um, I can never think of the right word. I mean, a unique would be, I guess. Yeah. Um, a unique kids that are into all that magic stuff. It's a great it's book. It's a perfect book. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, my mistake, uh, I was saying um all the time. Felt like it was, maybe that's why they're only, they're listening to the first one. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah, I've been saying like a lot too. Yeah. It, it doesn't start at the beginning, but then like when I get excited, I just said it, but when I get excited <laughs> about like an ad or something right. to that effect would be yeah. another way to say like, um, I just start saying <laughs> it all the time. It's really, I really annoy myself, but I can't get away from myself. Always here. <laughs> that's, a, that's a problem. <laughs> when I wake up, I'm always, I'm always, I'm there. always there. All right, struggle of the week. So we can break it down real quick. Um, so we are still in school. Yes. But the, the day school is out. Yep. Um, the elementary school is out. So uh, we're the only, we have the only kids on campus. In school, in classes. Um, so the struggle of the week has just been kind of trying to explain to our kids that other kids are doing online learning, mm-hmm. which hopefully they are. I don't know. Right. And th- and that um, you know, it, this is a tough situation, but we have to make the best of it. If we just sit here and do nothing all day, then the day is going to take forever. Right. There's going to be conflicts, and they they understand all that stuff. But just this week hasn't been terrible. They have done some work. I'm just wondering how long we're going to be able to keep that going. True, all facts, um, because it, it's inevitable that it might you know at some point it's going to shift or change so do we have a week do we have two weeks what does it look like uh so i agree with you and they're not um because of everything that's going on they're not allowed to go off campus right um there's a lot of frustrations about family visits and such being canceled so they've just got a lot coming at them and they've handled it amazingly this week but at some point i mean any child yeah i mean adults are struggling right right it's the change in class or in, in their routine is not only, like you were saying, it's not only tough on them, but it's tough on everybody. Yes. Um, my struggle of the week this week is, um, you know, much, I think much like we mentioned last week and we're still continuing, you know, with the current, you know, coronavirus situation that's here, you know, trying to explain and have the severity of our situation, the kids understand like what is, what it's about and what is happening. Um, 
because, you know, first of all, we have, you know, we have kids range from middle school to high school, and sometimes, you know, with middle school kids, you know, just their development stage, they just don't understand, like, like what, so trying to get them to understand, okay, no touching, you know, no, we need to be this far apart from each other, please remember to wash your hands, all of those things, you know, are not really taking into consideration, but also, to double that, you take our, our population and our demographic that we serve, the kids that we serve with adverse backgrounds, like some of them are just like, even when you try to explain, okay, it's very serious, they're like, I don't care about that. Yeah, right. <laughs> so how do you explain to a kid who like is, might, have, might be suicidal, right, that like something like this needs to be taken care of because they're just like, uh, I don't care yeah. about that. I also try to uh, like explain that you're probably not going to have symptoms, but you could have it and give it to someone else yeah. to try to respect it. And they were like, I don't care if I give it to someone else. Like, what, what does that mean to me? Yeah. And I was just, it was three of them, and I was like, all right. Okay, what's the next, <laughs> yeah. what do I say to that? I was like, well, if they, because like, it, was, it wasn't like a joke. It was like, I don't care. Right. And so I was like, oh, my gosh. I don't know where to go from here. And then you're just stuck. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you all have try, a nice day. <laughs> trying to figure out what to do. And I think uh, if I could offer a tip, uh, maybe or maybe a suggestion is um, finding out what works for each individual um, maybe if you're dealing with a group or class or maybe a particular kid who might be struggling a student who might be struggling with it because um, for some it takes you know seeing it or hearing it um, for them to understand um, I think you had a good story of like how you had a, a particular student who like once they had the information it, it helped yeah it worked for one student there was um, one kid was really freaking out yeah. I guess he had Maybe just found out that his um, his grandma had been sick, but not with this, and mm-hmm. he was worried about her getting it, and then he was worried about him getting it. Right. And so I showed him the graph of like the age of people, and I did not think this was gonna work. Yeah. But it, like it's him saying that like it was like point zero one percent or whatever under age twenty right. kind of chilled out. It, it mellowed him out. Yeah, and it was kind of like the same thing with the group that I have. I think I was telling you that like they were going, they they were tense about like who had it and you know, who could get it and the severity or, or the seriousness of like what the complications and what happens if you do get it. And, you know, I was trying to explain it, but they weren't really necessarily taking the information <laughs> from me. So I was just like, all right, well, Google it. Right. And it, it really did help for them to have it, the information in front of them to, for them to pull it up themselves to see like, okay, this, these are the numbers. These are who's infected. And like, it kind of, it, it did something for them to, I guess, maybe something it was something that they tangible that they could do with their hands yeah. and, and figure out and, and see it for themselves because misinformation here among the kids spreads right. so fast right and i'm not talking about stuff like the news no I'm talking about like they're like you and i you or i or another staff will witness a fight and like basically nothing happens and then the next day you hear kids talking about the hallway and some kid you know had to go to the hospital yeah right. it's just right. Like, right it takes like one false rumor and then the whole all of the kids know it in like an hour exactly it's almost it's pretty impressive yeah the way it spreads. But uh, highlight of the week, um, I think with the schedule being different, it is cool to get to hang out with some of the kids maybe you don't, that aren't in my homeroom and okay. I get to talk to them more. Yeah. Um, and just get to, it helps a lot. It will help a lot in the future, hopefully, when all this stuff goes away, if it ever. <laughs> no. To be able to, like, to, to know what their kind of quirks are and what kind of stuff they don't want to talk about and what yeah. their interests are and that kind of stuff. So that, that has been fun. And getting to go outside with the kids and, like, do more like sports related activities. Yeah, and just to be outside. Agreed. Because um, they have been, they've been great with, um, with, with going. And I guess my other highlight of the week is when we first found out that we had to do this, I was a little upset. Yeah. 
and now like seeing where everything's going, I'm like, I feel very lucky to have a job. Yes, agreed. <laughs> and, and also that it seems, unless something crazy happens, that we are going to continue to have a job. Right. And also that if this does last three to six months, like some people are predicting, that I'm not going to be sitting at my house doing nothing. Doing nothing. Yeah. Um, so we are at, at risk, obviously, but I, I mean... There's nothing we can do about it. We have to be here. Right. So it, it is nice to, to be active and to be able to still to, see the kids. Right, and to know that there is there is something for us, and we still do are currently working, and yeah, right. agreed. Um, my highlight of the week... Did I just say um? I think I just do yes. it. It was a really long um, too. I know I've already gotten a couple likes oh in there, God. so we're going we're gonna to have to just start beating ourselves. Right, right. right. <laughs> we're just going to carry meter sticks. Maybe we can just... hire a third person that just like hits us. <laughs> Every time we yeah. say um. Yeah. <laughs> My highlight of the week uh, actually came yesterday. Um, one of our students was struggling um, right as we were, as, right as I was getting ready to leave, um, and as I was walking out and approaching, um, two of our coworkers um, were currently with him and talking. So I just kind of approached to kind of see if I could assist or anything, or just to see what was going on, and just to just to listen to uh, our coworkers kind of help him through what he was going through and get him, you know. He was kind of struggling because he was upset about his time here. He was realizing that it was the anniversary of his his year th- being here. So that was what was bothering him. And just to be part of what was happening with him and be able to be around while our coworkers were able to get him to at least acknowledge that he was okay enough to go back to the cottage and, and okay enough to be here. So just being part of those little things, like I said, the, the small victories, because it definitely was a small victory. He wasn't excited when he went back to the cottage, but he went um, from being sitting away from the cottage where they couldn't see him, and like I said, a small victory, just I was happy to be part of it. It is uh, cool how we have had day staff helping out because we've had people who have missed. Yes. And then also um, we have a couple more kids that aren't in our program who are residential. And right. It is cool that even though, like, some of them I've never met before, and they kind of just jump right in. Yeah. And our kids are t- uh, tougher is a, a, a weird word, but they're, they're different. Yeah. The behaviors are different. Um, a lot of them are from the, the autism program, and so that's obviously completely different behaviors than you see with and our kids. Because yeah. um, our kids, in the autism program, there can be violence and threats and things like that that our kids exhibit, but it, it comes from a different place. Right. It can usually... At least in my experience, uh, I used to work with kids with autism. You, you can kind of see it in more cycles. Right. Like you can see what type of stuff might bother them. Like if someone's being loud. And our kids, a lot of times, it's just like literally out of nowhere. Thin air and out of nowhere. And they've done an awesome job handling Yeah, it. just jumping in right in, like you said, and, and kind of getting involved and being part of it. Yeah, it's been great. Kind of picking stuff up from up. It's like if you this kid cusses you out and you don't react, he's going to stop. Right. <laughs> you know, because that's like the hardest thing when you first start. Yeah. At least for me it was. Like when a kid is cussing, just to sit there and be like, all right, yeah. sorry you feel that way, man. Yeah. Because it, it's because it seems so counterintuitive. Like, you know, like yeah. you, you want to be, listen, son. Right. You want to react to it. Yeah. Because that's what works with me and that's what works <laughs> with most typically with our kids. It's the lesser of two evils. You If you react like that, that turns into a, like turn, for some of our kids, it can turn into an all day. Yeah. Affair. Yes. And instead, you just swallow your pride, let, let him it get it out, let him call you ugly, let him insult your family. And then you move on. Keep it moving. Um, but, yeah, I. there have been a lot of negatives of this, obviously. But we, but I am, like, this week has gone a lot better than I expected. Agreed. I 100% agreed. Uh, I was unsure, definitely weary, leery. Weary? I don't know if that's a word. Weary is like tired. You were tired too. Yeah, I was tired. But you guys had a lot of scheduling to do, <laughs> a lot of meetings. Um, but I was leery of, of the of the kids and their reaction to it. But they have done surprisingly well, knocking on wood somewhere. 
um, to this point. Yeah, also at some point you got to get over yourself. Like, this is awful. Right. But, like, the more I kept thinking about it, I was like, they're, like your life is still better than, like, 99% of the world's. True. Like, just because, I mean, it's just, it is a bizarre position, like we talked about earlier, because we are at a very high risk of getting this thing. Yes. But we're also still getting to work with the kids. Right. I still get to go home. There's still food. Right. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's clean water. Yeah. There's, you know, so it's, it's really hard. Once you accept that, it's really hard to, like, start complaining. Right. Like, and, and, and still being able to make an impact or have an impact besides everything else that's going right. on, like, the, the, the global aspect of everything that's happening in the world and to know that, like, you're still, there's still kids that we're working with that have no concern with that whatsoever right. and to still be impactful in their life, in their situation. And our kids need us because yeah. they aren't going to be able, they might be, not be able to go off campus for months. 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 And so any adult or child, you tell that you're, it's just that mindset, I'm restricted here, I can't yeah. leave. And so they need constant love and nurturing and reminders of positive things. And if they see us moping around, it could turn very quickly. Very, very quickly. I think I agree with you. I think, I think the, that the staff's attitude has been positive. I think um, there's definitely been a... a, a, a we're all in it together kind of attitude, like we're here for one another. And I think it has done a lot for the kids, and they're definitely feeding off of that energy of like, okay, we're, we're all one. Like, so in a way, they are totally reacting to like our appreciation of one another. Yeah. All right, so on to the getting to know you section. Um, Aaron, what are you missing the most during this time? Because um, as we just discussed, there are, we still have a lot of options, but right. a lot of stuff has <laughs> gone to the wayside. <laughs> Uh, I'm missing like, I guess I guess freedom is a huge word, um, but it's uh, maybe in the sense that like there's there's the, the restricting the restrictions of it all. Like so like, and I say freedoms in as like you can't just get up and go anywhere you want to or do anything that you want to. Do. Everything that you do and everything that you you know it all there's a thought behind it. Like okay, can I go here? You know, it's like I think like even like tomorrow, like I think we're supposed to hang out with a group of folks after work and I'm like I don't even know if I could swing that because I'm like you know for me it's like I got to think about like okay well you know if it was just me I'm I'm putting myself at risk and I might be alright with that but like you know if I got if I bring something to the kids and like so it's like all of that is like I said there was a sense of feeling of of not having to think about all of that that now is more aware of and I I do miss going to the gym (laughs) yeah I miss going to the gym a lot um, and I was supposed to have a happy hour tomorrow too and I'm just like it's all people from work so I was thinking I might just ask people to come to the I have a porch, come to the porch. we've all been around each other right. so we're not that's like the big thing right? you don't want to infect other people but we've all been around the kids and everyone else all week and so. it's a decent sized porch <laughs> you know I, but like yeah you can't the, I don't really admit that is a good thing, I guess, about all this. I'm like, why do I go to, like, restaurants and bars so much? It's such a waste of money. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it is important to be social. and But I'm like, but this, you know, we can meet other other places where we're not paying $5 <laughs> for a beer and, like, you know, $12 for an appetizer. Right. Because our city starts, they're thinking they're, like, L.A. or New York now. <laughs> the prices are just, like, they, every, it feels like every time I go out, the prices have gone Everything's up. Everything's gone up. But, yeah. It is... That, like, restriction, like you were saying, everything is, like, should I go see this person? Should right. I, even my parents, I'm like, I don't even, like, my mom asked me if I wanted to, like, come pick up food or whatever, and I was like, no, I don't even know if I want to be in y'all's house. Right. With, with me being around these kids all right, day. Right, right, all day. And like, then, yeah, that's something that you never had to think of. Like, right. there's so many considerations for for everything. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I didn't mean to get that deep. 
No, I, mean, I liked it. <laughs> and we got spring break coming up, and it's like, it will keep me from, it will make me save money, but like not even having the, because the beach is like 90 miles right. from us. And right. I, mean, I definitely am not driving not the going beach. there. Like, right. It's just going to be hunker down. And <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what I'm going to do. What I'm going to say, yeah, there's only but so much on Netflix, man. It's running it's, low. That's true. I've been running low. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, Patrick. Um, if you had to take uh, something or someone uh, to a desert island, you're, stra- you're stranded on a desert island, you got one thing or one person, uh, what, what might or who would that be? I'm just going to go with the thing. Okay. Because I think the person gets a little odd. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Cause it's like, you know, do you take, you're dating, Right, but then if you're stuck for a long time, you can't really repopulate. So it's like I don't, I don't want to get that turns into the whole thing, and then like you know. And I told you I've asked my kids this a bunch, and they're always like, "I have a boat," so I'm like, "All right," well, because <laughs> we always read Hatchet. And so like my okay. six and se- my sixth graders, I'm yeah. like, "If you were Brian, and he he only had the Hatchet, like what would you have?" And they're like, "I have a cell phone, so I call." And like I put in the question, you can and not a cell, like you know. Yeah. So I'm gonna go for like for sanity purposes, I'm gonna say like a typewriter, okay? Um, because I think it's. I think it, I've never been in a situation like that, <laughs> but I feel like it'd be great to be able to get your thoughts out, like in a non-Tom Hanks talking the <laughs> volleyball way, right? You know, and just kind of keep a journal and like reading that, right? Like you could at the beginning you could write about the people you miss and all that, and maybe keep the memories and yeah. if we're going for how long we're going. I, I I can appreciate that kind of a way to stay connected right. when you're disconnected in a way, right? And also the money aspect, like think if. Yeah, you if, write that screenplay. Right. If Cast, oh. But if Castaway was real and he had kept a journal that whole time, like, who oh wouldn't read God. it? Yeah. You know, I was stranded for this long. This is what I was thinking at yeah. this time. Like, this is the day. The people would be like, this is the day he went insane. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, when I start, like, find a coconut or whatever and turn it into my best friend, be like, he's completely lost. He's it. lost it. Yeah. And I can read back and be like, that was a crazy time. <laughs> when I was stuck on that island for a year with nothing but a typewriter. That was pretty nuts. Intense. Um, so we're on our resource of the week. It's another TED talk. Um, this and they're all these are cool because they all are, all are all are about trauma, but they're also all very different. Yeah. Um, and so this one was called "Breaking Generational Cycles of Trauma," which we see with our kids all the time. Um, and now they're doing studies for it's actually in the DNA when kids are born from wow. situations like that, which is crazy. Um, but just this was a really cool story about a, a young child that was able to. Uh, I guess you never completely break it, but was able to kind of herself out of the situation okay. and, and all the different things it took for that to happen. Um, so now, feel good story of the week. Feel good story of the week. And I will put that up. Our fa- Facebook's still going. Yeah, strong. It's, it's strong. Through the virus. Nice. Because not being able to affect Zuckerberg. <laughs> He's probably actually making more money because people that aren't even on are like on board. I'm going to do this. Yeah. yeah. On this. Um, and disturbing. We, I mean, I texted you. So we're both working out at home now. Yeah. And I texted you this free like workout thing and it was on my Facebook the next, the next five minutes when I logged Of course it, it was. I mean, I, and I know all this stuff happens, but it's right. just like, when something like that happens, it's just so jarring. It's so, yeah, yeah. Gosh. When they're watching, you realize. Yeah, they're always watching. They're always it's watching. It's unbelievable, even yeah. in times like this. <laughs> people still got to make money, I still guess. Still looking to take advantage. Um, so the Feel Good Story of the Week is brought to you by my brother. All um, right. So his name is, I can't tell you his whole name, I guess, but I'll, I'll put it up <laughs> on the, the Facebook and he teaches at a private high school, completely different from us. Okay. But um, they're having to put their lectures on um, 
Online? on YouTube. And okay. It's actually pretty entertaining. <laughs> so. He's all over the place. So, like, it's, so it's like being in his class then. Yeah, he's like a history teacher. He'll go from like World War One, and then he's talking about like gnomes. But it's like it, it kept my interest, and people are looking for content these days. Nice. So, but thank you to my brother. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so this student, um, and I'm gonna let Aaron discuss this mostly because Aaron has a, a much better relationship than I do. But this is an example of finding a small victory yes in in a kid that has is having a very tough time and has okay. been having a very tough time for a long time um so this is a this is actually the student who was um, part of our my highlight of the week um actually um so the student has been here with us for a year um has struggled with uh finding placement um for his discharge um so that has been always a constant throughout his time here um, of, of where he's going to go and what might happen to him. So for a while, he was fighting being here um, because he felt like he didn't have to and he was just, he was ready to go and just wanted to leave. Um, and then there was, a, there was a point at the time where he did really well um, and was doing everything that was asked of him. And then he had some circumstances where um, placements fell through or pulled out and didn't actually work. And he referred back to very much of the, the behaviors of, of the way that he was, very angry, uh, destroying property and uh, trying to attack staff. And But to say all that, to say that this student, like Patrick said, small victory, um, another, again, another one of the kids who's on, on that long path, on that long journey is, is not by far where they are need to be or, or are going to get to or are they going to be. But this week, small victory, he's done really well facing the adversity that we've been through um, with all of the changes, with everything that's going on. He's also had some more family situations, some more um, things in his home life that have not gone according to plan and have not gone well. So for everything that's going on for this student in this compressed week, on top of what is happening to all of us in the world, he's done a phenomenal job of handling himself and um, containing himself and, and keeping control of his emotions for the most part and and uh still managing to just be here and be present i mean we've talked about before how for some of our kids knowing they're leaving in advance is not a good thing right but for this kid it would be a great thing because be huge. He, his whole life has been chaos and right. not knowing what's coming next and, right and the whole time he's been here it's um and this is no one's fault right but it's just been like hey you might go to this placement right or this might happen with your family or or this person might be able to, you know, and yeah. it's just, for him, it, he's just will say, I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking forward to. And yes. it's like, if there was a concrete thing for him to look forward to, we'd probably see that kid, because he had a really rough, like you say, he's been here a year. He had yeah. a really rough first six months, like really, really rough. Yep. And then he had two months where he was amazing. Yep. And then once the placement stuff started again, then he's had like a really, really rough four months. Yeah. And it's just hard to find stuff to tell him like this is gonna you're, you have this to look forward to right because no one knows what's what that what's, looks what's like for him the, in, for his in, the instability and in, in everything for him that's um not has nothing to do with his life here but outside is you're 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 correct that if there was just that piece of stability something that he could hold on to that he knew was concrete i agree that all of most of the behaviors if not all of them would just drop off because um, just having that information and knowing um, but like we said um, all of that being said, he's doing really well um, this week, knocking on wood again somewhere that, you know, 
He's been awesome. And I guess this is a good time to talk about, and we are not talking about this student now specifically, where our kids, like a lot of our kids, and this is heartbreaking, but you know, we work with 12 to 18-year-olds, and their, their discharge options can vary so much, yeah. even through their time here. It's like you might be able to go home, but your parents have, and again, we're not talking about this kid now. Right. This is just, uh, for all our kids, it's like you might be able to go home, but your parents have to meet these stipulations. And I just can't imagine at a 12 years old, like your parents have to attend these meetings right. and right. work with your, you know, this social worker or worker, that worker. Right. right. Or, and you might be able to go to the step down facility, but that depends on your behaviors and like telling a 12 like that, yeah. and then there's so much stress on them. Or you might be going to your uncle in North Carolina, and then right. like I don't want to go to my uncle in North Carolina. So it's just like they have to navigate all that all stuff, of it. plus all of therapy, it. plus being in a residential setting with kids they don't like, right? And plus seeing us every day, you know. <laughs> Which is and difficult. now you're adding this to that, right? And it's just like it's just so much on anyone, on anyone, any one person, right? And it's it's just it's it can be at times, um, and I think we have talked about this a lot. Like you just can't can't think about it no, a lot as no. someone that works here. Yeah. Because you can't. Yeah. It'll become overwhelming. And, you know, half the time, most of the time that's, you know, in my opinion, like, that's how you get the burnout. Like, when you focus on that and concentrate it, like, and think about it all the time. Right. And I, you just have to, it sounds so bizarre, but, like, you can either work here or you can't. Yeah. Like, no, that's true. It's just, because some people that come and work here, they're like, I guess this is a form of advice. Like, they're really good at it, but they just can't take the mental thing of like this kid we did all this work and then this kid's going back to wherever right all all the work that we that we did is it seems to be have for not or for nothing right because they're going to another residential facility that maybe we know doesn't have a great reputation or like they barely missed out on getting to go to their uncle because something happened and it's just like you just can't you can't focus on all of that you just can't yeah it's like uh I mean, it's like being a doctor, I guess. It's not like being a doctor, <laughs> right? But it's like that. It's like if you lose a patient and concentrate. You know, it's just the same. Yeah, you won't, you're not effective at your job if you're, if you're thinking about that one moment or that one thing. Right, and I guess there's so many jobs like that. But for whatever reason, I, we we're both able to just kind of, I don't know if that means we're bad people or <laughs> <laughs> we don't have hearts. Or like, but you just can't. It's just no. not, you can't do both. You can't be effective at this job and also worrying about a kid who was here two months ago and what, where he is. It's just not. Right. And I do, of course, think about right. our former kids and hope they're doing well, but I can't, you can't like meticulously sit down and think about all that stuff. No, yeah, because it, it'll make you ineffective in doing your job in the present. Um, so I guess if the NFL ever starts up again. Have the Giants done anything in free agency? They did. I mean, they signed a handful of people, I think. I mean, nobody, I think they, they picked up a linebacker from the Packers, I think, Martinez, I think. Right. Uh, oh, he's good, yeah. I, I heard I heard he's like, he's like a tackling machine. Um, they did a couple other things. I think they were trying to go after uh, the one of, one of the linemen, linebackers are, uh, for the, that was in the Bears. I forgot the name. Lloyd somebody. I, I feel like they should get Jameis. Winston? Yes. I think so, to back up. To back up. I, mean, I mean, are you going to be able to get a better backup than that? Yeah, the truth. Yeah, I mean. Because you'll go 8-8 eight eight with him. Like, he'll win you eight games, and then he'll lose you eight <laughs> games. I just think Jones might be awful, and he also looks really weird when he gets hit. <laughs> and it, so you might you got to have some kind of backup. you got to have somebody back there. I mean, Foles probably would have been a better option, but. I mean, yeah, I just thought about that. I was like, yeah, who is the backup? I guess Tanny. y'all could draft somebody. I mean. Who's the backup? <laughs> if Tanny's still there. Oh, yeah. I, uh, so the skins, I, I just really want the 
them to draft Tua, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to make it. Are they still – I know they, they finally gave permission to, to let uh, Trent Williams – Yeah, they're asking for a second rounder. Uh, so, But he's, like, wants a massive contract, so I don't think well, – it's, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that's the kind of stuff – I guess that's the only good thing about this virus is that if the NFL comes back on – like, hopefully you don't take stuff like that for granted. Yeah. Right? And being healthier. Like, right. I'm right. like, I'm like, you know, we all have our bad habits, and I'm like, why am I not in the best shape I can be in? In True. case, because stuff happens like this, you never you get know. sick. You, yeah, I mean, and that's 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 what you know for me has come from out of this. I was like, I've been thinking, man, if it goes really left, I'm gonna have to learn to like hunt or plant trees or something. <laughs> right. And I don't know if I'm in that kind of shape, man. I need to <laughs> right, and just like, why would I not always want to be in? peak physical condition where my body fights off disease right like it's like <laughs> you know, it's like the hand washing thing it's like why aren't i always washing my hands or like why aren't we always concentrating on this stuff but like i mean now like i don't think i'd get pizza delivered right now but, no so now like getting pizza delivered i hope that doesn't it probably will but i hope it doesn't go away or like i hope when i go to the gym i'm like all right this is nice i'm with other people right right and see that's what i that's you know, I think there's been some positive and negatives, and I think one of the positives I was thinking about, or negatives I was thinking about, like, I, it's, you know, I was thinking about AI, man. I don't, everything's going to be drones, man. Oh, God. Pizza delivery's going to be drones. That could, yeah, the jobs, and, I mean, the, all the people losing their jobs is just terrible. So hopefully we get out of this. <laughs> right. If not, this could be one of our last episodes. <laughs> I was going to say, pre-apocalypse. But, yeah, I am, uh, I guess to put a bow on this episode, I am excited about this week it's been a lot better than expected the kids have been awesome so agreed shout out to the kids yeah shout out to them uh for sure uh i guess so man uh patrick as always i've enjoyed our conversation uh hope you guys have enjoyed listening we look forward to you guys listening next week